This is Gemara and Shabbos Daf Kuf Chav Aleph Gutavach. Hope everyone is doing well tonight. Cheers! Should be a schuzer for Shleiba for Chaim Ram Chanita Chaim Bata Bastavana Chaim and Sir Yisdiv and Sir Rizal Shalom Sivan Rizal Yisar Bas Kenendol Farkov Chaim Amalia Liva Bas Shabbat Figo Bas Shira Chana Yisiv Chaim Ben Sir Hesna Yisiv Yol Ben Mindol B'Seir Shachli Yisrael. We pick it up. From the bottom of Kov Chof Amun Beis, we're holding four lines into the wide lines. Rami der Rabbanon, der Rabbanon. We're in the middle of discussion of Machlekes Rabbanon and Rav Yesi. What is the status of Gram Kibui of causing an indirect extinguishing of the fire, like the Mishnah spoke about? There's a little fire brewing. Are you allowed to take different vessels, fill them up with water, that the fire is going to go, break up the vessels, and thereby put out the fire? Gram Kibui, the Rabbanon held it is mutter, and Rav Yesi, Yesi Asur, Rav Yesi held. It is Asur. Says the Gemara of Rabban Ad Rabban Ad Rabban. I can ask you a stira between the Rabban and themselves. Rabbi Rav Yesi Ad Rav Yesi. The Tanya we learned in the Brisa. Harisha Yashem Kasev Leal Basarei. Someone has the Shem Hashem written on his hand. What should he do? Harisha Lo Yerchitz. Don't wash. Lo Yasach. Don't anoint. Lo Yamud Makam Atinefes. Nor you let it stand in a dirty place. You have Hashem's name on you. This Damlo Tzvil Shal Mitzvah. But let's say he has to go. He has to go Tevil. He has to Tzvil Shal Mitzvah. What should he do? Kirch Lev Gemi takes some sort of reed and wrap it around the Shem Hashem, and then the Yerid Tevil go down into the Mikvah and be Tevil. Rav Yisya Amir Lolim Yerid Tevil Kedarkai. No, Rav Yisya says you let it Tevil the normal way. Ubalvad as long as you don't scrub it out. So what's the question? The question is, this is similar to Gram Kiboy extinguishing a fire, is Gram of erasing the name. It's an indirect form of erasing the name. So if you see old Gram Kiboy is Asr, seemingly should not allow one to indirectly erase the name. So why over here is if you see of the opinion that you're allowed to, yes, go to the mikvah, and so to vice versa, the Chachamim who Gram Kiboy is Mutter, should allow you to, yes, go into Eivel, and then it's only a Gram, but it's indirect that the water is going to call the name Vashem to be erased, and yet the Chacham hold it is Asr. And is Gemara Shen Yas in the case of the Shema Hashem is different. Damar Kra, the Torah taught us, Vavatim is Shemam. You lose their name, and this directive of the Torah do not do this. Says the Gemara. So the Gemara learns out from this pasuk. It's only usher to with your hands go and erase the name. This will be a specific, unique allowance. Therefore, even the Rabbanon who normally Rav Yisi normally says it's usher will allow it over here. He says the Gemara. When it comes to Shabbos, it says, do not do any work. So why don't we say the same thing? I see you, Dasa Gramashari, that doing work is what is also in Shabbos, doing Malacha, but Gram of them is indirectly, it should be Mutter. Answers the Gemara, and he talks on the ball on the Manai. So there's a special din about putting out the fire, which we've seen already since a person is very concerned and careful about his money. Isharis Leyes, therefore, if we allow him to put out the fire, I'll see the Chvuye, he'll come to put it out. And that is the reason why, even though it is a grama, we still do not allow it. Says the Gemara, Yaki Asher the Rabbanah the Rabbanah. Fine, so he answered Rav Yaisi's opinion, and he showed us that why is why Rav Yaisi over there by the name of Hashem, he allows the person to go into the mikvah because only the direct racing is Asr, but the grama going to the mikvah is going to be mutter, and whereas by us it's going to be different because. 
a person is Baalam and Mane, a person is very concerned. So that's the reason why Rabbi Yisi says that Gram Kiboy indirect causing the fire to go out is Aser. Gemara says, what about the opinion of the Rabbanan? It's also a Sira. Answers the Gemara of Mao, also not the Baalam and Mane, Shari. In the case of the fire, the Rabbanan old Gram Kiboy is Mutter. Indirectly causing the fire to go out is allowed. So, Alcha, the case of the Shem Hashem, the name of Hashem written in the person says, Lokolshkin, they should certainly allow you to go into the Mikvah. Answers the Gemara of Tizra, is that logical? Hi, says, before I answer your question, what is this old din that we have this Shema Shem written on a person's skin? He said, don't go into the mikvah, take this reed, wrap it around your hand. Says Gemara, what's going on over here? Hi, If the reed is tight on your hand, or tight on your skin, then it itself is a chatzitza, breaking the mikvah, breaking the mikvah water from touching your body. Such be a problem. If it's not tight, I'll be mayo. Then the water is going to go in and it's going to raise the shame Hashem. So, what's going on here? Then, what? Then it should be a chatzitza because the ink itself, the ink on your skin, that should be a chatzitza. Says the Gemara, Belecha, the ink of the Shem Hashem is moist. And the Tani, we learned in a rice of five lines to the bottom, Hadam, Adiyah, Advash, Vachalab, blood, ink. Honey and milk, yevashin, if they're dry on your skin, then chaitzin, they are a chaitzin. Lachim, if they are moist on your skin, ain't chaitzin, they are not a chaitzin. So if in our case, the diyoy, the ink, that's right, the shem Hashem, is moist, so it's not a chaitzin. Okay, but the bottom line is, we're stuck. That what is the purpose of putting this gami? What's the purpose of wrapping up the Shem Hashem? We just asked either way. Either it's going to be a chatzitza, or if, if it's not a chatzitza, then the water is going to go in and erase the Shem Hashem. So what's going on over here? So what's the reason of the Rabbanan? By the case of the Shem Hashem, they require you to cover it. In our case, the old Gram Kibo is Mutter. The Kasavri, Oser, Hashem Arum. A totally different reason that when you have the Shem Hashem written on your skin, you're not allowed to get undressed going to the mikvah. You know why? Because then you are standing in front of the Shem Hashem, in front of the name of Hashem, undressed. And that's the reason why when you go into the mikvah, you cover it up with the gem, you put the reed on top. So that's what's the obvious implication. Rav Yosi allows you to stand in front of the name of Hashem undressed. How did Rav Yosi allow you to go into the mikvah? Answers the Gemara. No, Rav Yosi held, you take your hand. And you cover up the Shem Hashem with your hand. And that's the reason why Saturday is you being undressed in front of the name of Hashem. Ask the Gemara, the Rabbana Nami. So, of course, the Rabbana, why don't we do the same thing? Just cover it up. Why are you putting a gemi on top of it? Answers the Gemara. The Rabbana Nami, the Marachad Aliyeh. Zim the Dimishtali Vishakale. No, the Rabbana, we're concerned that you might forget. They come to take off your hand. And then what happens? You're standing undressed in front of the Shema Hashem. So, Rav Yaisi Nami, Zim the Mishtali Vishakale. So, why is Rav Yaisi concerned that you might take off your hand? Answers the Gemara. Ella. Noob shot. Noob shot. Again, we're trying to figure out someone has a Shem Hashem written on him and he has to go into the mikvah. We thought this has to do with our thing of Gram Kibo indirectly causing something to be put out on fire. On Shabbos, similarly, indirectly causing the Shem Hashem, which is obviously an Isra to be erased. The Umar said that's not the reason. So Umar said, okay, the new second shot was that maybe it's because you're standing in front of it undressed. Umar said that's not the reason. So the Umar is the third shot. Ella, the last line, and Chafam and Beis, Idika Gemi, if you have this Gemi, this reed, Hachanami, everyone will agree you should cover it. Halcha Mayaskino, what is the Machloikis Chachame and Rabbi Yaisi? 
Laduria Gemi, do you have to go and look after a Gemi? You have to go get one. Rabbanan Savi, Rabbanan la Mitzvah. It's not a Mitzvah to go to the Mikvah at the first available opportunity. Tvila Bizman, on the right time, it's not a Mitzvah. Uma Adrina, Rabbanan say, if you don't have this Gemi to cover up the Shem Hashem, go find one. Because we, we, we were afraid of this slight concern that you might take your hand off the Shem Hashem. For Avyosi Savar, no. Tvila Bizman, a Mitzvah. You got to go into the for right away. says, try to cover with your hand. And even though you might take it off, what should I do? But it's a mitzvah to go to the mikvah right now. Don't go looking for this gemi. Don't go looking for this reed. Ask the Gemara, the third line of Does Yesi really hold it's a mitzvah to go into the mikvah at the first available moment? In any of these cases, someone has to go to the mikvah on the seventh day, or a boil need of it, or someone who's and he has Go to the mikvah to lasan biyayim. They all go to the mikvah during the day by nitzacham. Nida yida biyaladas. One who is a nidor is one who gave birth to lasan belayla. They go into the mikvah at night. Balkari tayvel vayla kolyam kuloi. If a balkari finds out that he's tummy carry at a seminal initiation, he's not going to the mikvah any part of the day. Now this the chiddush over here is that this balkari we're talking about on Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, someone sees carry says the tanakama. At any moment, he can go to the mikvah. So that they used to be makbin, not to david, not to learn when they were tummy carry. So he'd go to the mikvah so he could continue davening in Yom Kippur. Rav Yosi Omer, no. Min amincha lamala inay tzarich litzvul. If he had the seminal mission after mincha on Yom Kippur, says Rav Yosi, what are you going to the mikvah? It's Yom Kippur. You're not supposed to be washing yourself. What do you mean I have to daven? Says Rav Yosi, so you'll daven later at night. You'll daven myrif. The only thing you have to left daven myrif. What story with Nila? Maybe you'll have to daven Eli. You'll have to daven after nightfall. We're not going to get involved in that. But says Rav Yosi, you don't have to go to the mikvah right now. You go to the mikvah tonight. So what do we see clearly? Rav Yosi, old Tvila bismana, love mitzvah. It's not a mitzvah to go to the mikvah the first available opportunity. Yet it seemingly we just said a moment ago, Rav Yosi holds it is. Answers the Gemara. Ahi Rav Yosi, Rav Yudi. No, that's Rav Yosi, Rav Yehuda. Damar Dayel of Tila Chayna that you go at the last available moment. You don't have to go the first moment. But Rav Yosi himself holds Tvila bismana mitzvah, and therefore it's not a stira. And now. Now let's move on to the next Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, There's a fire burning, and a guy comes, a nice good Samaritan comes, starts to put out your fire. Says the Gemara, you're not allowed to tell a guy to put out a fire, which obviously shows us the extent of the din of Amir La'akum, of the Isser, of telling a guy to do something. If a fire is raging, someone's house is Rahman on fire, he's still not allowed to have a guy put it out. Don't tell him put it out. Or don't put it out. If he does it on his own, you don't have to tell him to stop because you're not commanded to make sure Kayim don't work. We'll see in the Gemara what this means. But a child comes to put out the fire. Don't listen to him. He's guarding Shabbos. Is your prerogative? We'll see the Gemara what this means. Says the Gemara. When it comes to a fire, you know what Chazal were mekel to say. If someone has a fire raging, he can't put it out. He's allowed to yell, whoever puts out the fire, he won't lose. And then if a guy comes and puts out the fire, he'll compensate him after Shabbos. That's the Kula. Again, we see the tremendous severity of Amir La'akum. The whole house is going up in fire. Still, you're not allowed to tell a guy to put it out. Obviously, we'll give again one quick uh, word of caution. Nowadays, due to electric lines, due to gas lines, etc., etc., generally fires are, and we are much 
more concerned about Sakana Stavashis. Back with Zana Gemara, obviously there was in the house were more isolated and whatnot, and it was not a Sakana Stavashis. So what do you let to do? You let to announce any guy that puts up my fire, he's not going to lose. Says Gemara, name is Haile, I'll bring you a right. Our Mishnah. What did our Mishnah say? If a guy goes without the fire, don't tell him to put it out or not put it out. Says Gemara, you don't tell him to put out the fire. Seemingly allowed to yes say whoever puts it out won't lose. Says Gemara, what's the raya? We understand what's about to happen. What does the say for the Mishnah say? The Seva says, don't tell him not to put it out. You don't have to stop him. You have to let him do it. So what's the obvious implication? Don't stop him. However, sounds like you're not going to get up and scream. Whoever does it won't lose. So we have a stira. What does the Mishnah mean? We have no riot from our Mishnah. But Ravami's din seemingly is no problem yet. Ravami says, you'll have to yell. Whoever's going to save the fire will be compensated. Turn around. What don't we learn? Turn around. There was a fire in the house of the, co- the courtyard of Yosef and Simai. We're probably about 20 lines to the bottom. Back in the middle of the Amid, the first word of line is Beshichin. Ubao, Anche Tveriyah, Anche Gistra, I'm sorry. Shal Tibari Lechavos. And they came to put out the fire from him. Then they shall be troubled, shall melch Hayah, because Rabbi Yosef and Simai was a treasurer of the king. So they came to help him. And they covered Shabbos. And Rabbi Yosef and said, No, don't put out my fire. He didn't let them. And and rain came and put out the fire. after Shabbos, whoever tried to come to put out the fire, he gave them two slayim. and to the general, because we learned. So if he came on his own, you really were allowed to let him do it. And that is the story. So what's shout? If he's allowed to let him do it, why did he not? So many different answers. The simplest answer is, the wording of the Gemara was, he didn't allow them and make kavli chops. He knew that it was mutter to allow them. But he had a special, additional chumrah, higher level, covered and honor to Shabbos. And he felt not to let them do it. And obviously Hashem at some level agreed. And the rain came and put out the fire. Says the Gemara of Akhantan, Shabbalech was in Shabbalech, Nei Shabbos and but if a child comes without the fire, you're not allowed to let them. Says the Gemara, four lines before the Mishnah, second Mishnah Namad. Shmas Mina, If a child is eating a nevela, which is also to eat, so Bezdin has to stop him. Seemingly, just like in the Mishnah, you have to stop the kid from putting out the fire. Our Mishnah is where the kid does it for the father. That's what it's forbidden. So the case of the guy should also be forbidden. He's doing it for the Jew. Answers so the Gemara. It's very it's a fundamental difference between a guy and a child. These No, a guy does it for himself. When even if he's doing it for the Jew, but a guy also does it for himself. He's an ulterior motive. He hopes to get paid back, etc. So that's why the guy you would be allowed to let put out the fire obviously you can't tell him to you can announce he won't lose and then you can let him put out the fire that's the tremendous school by a guy by a kid we don't allow that and it's a very important rule the Mishnah says there's a special din of Shvisas Benoi one's child is not allowed to do Malach on Shabbos this dispels the myth that a child is allowed to go and turn on or off a life for you it's not true Anytime a child is doing something for the father, which obviously that will become the point of contention if it's a two, three, four year old and the father puts him near a fire, uh, a, a light switch, obviously the kid is doing it for the fire. 
father. But if a kid goes on his own and does something, then that would probably not be such an issue. And similarly, if it's a very, very, very little baby and just someone puts in their light switch and maybe the kid flails and turns it on or off, that would be better. But we see over here the clear rule that you certainly cannot tell a child does not make a difference. It's a barachinach. It's not a barachinach. It's two, three, four, five years old. Once you tell the child to do something and he's doing it for you, that's a din of shvisas binoi, which the the Sharti and the Mishnabura has a tzad. It's an iser daraisa based on the Rambam. And one certainly cannot do that. Says the Mishnah Kuch of Aleph Amid Aleph, the bottom of the Amid. Koifin Kaira Gabinair. There's a fire burning. You allowed to take a plate, this should sound familiar, and let it put it on top of the candle. So the fire doesn't grab hold of the beam, burn down the house. However, you can't put out the fire. If there's some excrement of a child, or a scorpion, that you don't want it to bite you, you'll have to take this bowl or plate and cover over the the excrement or the scorpion. And he didn't want to do it. He was afraid of a chatas. Again, all these things we'll have to see in the Gemara. What exactly is going on over here? Says the Gemara at the bottom of the Amid, Rav Yudav, Rav Yimir, Barava, Rav Chanan, Barava, Ikloi, they all went to visit the Rav Avin, the Minishika, the Rav Yehuda, the Rav Yirmiya, Barava, the Rav Yudav, Rav Yirmiya, Abba, moving along to Chofal Alva and Beis, Aisiulu, Baraisa, they gave him a bed, a couch to recline on to eat, the Rav Chanan, the Rav Chanan, Barava, Loi, Aisiulu, they didn't give him a bed. The story continues, Ashkhe, they found him, Asla, the bread that he was teaching his son, Baal Tsayan shall cut him, they cut that you let it turn over, you let it cover over the tzayi, the excrement of a child, because of the child. Amrli avin, amrle avin shatia masne shatusa libnei avin shatia. You're teaching shtosim, you're teaching foolish things to your child. Why are you covering over the excrement? Valoi atzamuchadis like lavim. You should be allowed to take it away on its own because this excrement is fit for dogs. Why this little excrement on the floor, little uh, child in an accident? Why are you taking a clean covering it over. Why don't you pick it up and get rid of it? It's not muksa. This excrement, dogs eat it. So go put it in the garbage. Maybe you'll tell me that yesterday before Shabbos began, this excrement wasn't here. So maybe it's like that was created on Shabbos. We've seen this concept. And therefore that should be a new reason why it's muksa. If the rivers are drawing in the water, or the springs are coming forth, when it comes to the tchum, they have the din of the regal, the feet of any person. And they fit of any person. What's the reason? Because you expect them to come. You expect the water to flow in. So to by us, every child uses the bathroom. So you expect it to come. So your mother's bothered. Why are you just covering it over with a clee? Why don't you pick it up and get rid of it? It's fun for the dogs. Vahelo says the Gemara Echas night. Ema. So where do we teach the Mishnah that you should cover over the excrement? It's not referring to, when did our Mishnah say to cover over the excrement? Is not referring to regular child excrement, babies, that dogs eat it, because that's not muksa. Says Gemara, rather it's referring to the say of Tarnagayim, of chickens, which the dogs do not eat, lacking in nutrients. Then they cotton, but there's a child there, and there's some Tarnagal uh, excrement on the floor, and the child's going to go play with it. So you cover over the child, the excrement of the tarnacle, so the child does not play with it. Says the Gemara, one second. Why don't we say that the reason you let to get rid of it? You, why are you just covering it over? You let to get rid of it. We know a cat of the graph shall ray. It's disgusting. Answers Gemara. Maybe you'll tell me graph shall ray. I got money in. You only tell me that to move a graph shall ray if it's inside a vessel. But you're not allowed to pick up the excrement itself. Says the Gemara, it's not true. But there was a mouse, a dead mouse. That's this. 
Viz Paramaki, the Ravashi, those towns and the spices of Ravashi, and he said, pick it up by the tail and get rid of it. So he picked up the mouse by itself. So we see that something which is disgusting, repulsive, you'll have to pick up on its own. You don't need to pick it up with a clee. So why, when we have this bird excrement, are you covering it up with a clee? Just get rid of it. Answers, Gemara Ba'ashba, talking about you're in a garbage. And the garbage is not disgusting. What's going on over here? Okay, so was the kids playing with the excrement. And that's the reason why you just answer me. Don't cover it over. Don't take it out. Cover it over. Why is the kid playing with excrement inside the garbage? Answers the So the same thing. The is also Pick up this excrement and chuck it out. Answers the garbage in the chatzer. That the kid's not playing there. So you don't have a hatter to remove it because of the kid. But you do have the hatter. So what do you do? You cover it over. So what's going to be the case? You cover over the excrement. Is the case of the bird in the garbage in the chutzer. That's the one case you're not going to take it out with your hands. We don't have time. Just one point here is we see over here another reason to be makal to take out a diaper on Shabbos because says the Gemara, the the dogs eat it. Okay, this is based on the mitzvah is whether there are dogs around and whether they're eating the dirty diapers. It does seem here in Yushalayim, everyone knows there's tons and tons of cats. So it seems this would be another reason that one would potentially be able to move a diaper aside for the regular reason of Graf Shorei, that it's disgusting. Says Gemara, the two that's well, 13 lines down. A fascinating sugya says the Gemara if you have an akrib, you have a scorpion, you let it cover it over the clay, so it doesn't bite you. Says the Gemara, Amrav Shub and Levi, a very important rule. Call a mazikin, a rugging with Shabbos, all mazikin, all damagers, you're allowed to kill them on Shabbos. Let it kill it. Go and kill that scorpion because it's going to damage you. Obviously, killing animals, killing bugs, generally is an isra of shechita, slaughtering a Shabbos, why that's also, it's aveya, netils l'sham, or whatever the reason is, but says the Gemara, if it's going to damage, then you let it kill it on Shabbos. We'll have to see what this means. Master Rabbi Yosef, Chamishin HaRagim B'Shabbos, he says five things, Ve'eluein, Zvosh HaMeretz Mitzrayim, the Flying Mitzrayim, Ve'etziria Shebezininveh, and the Wasp Beninveh, Ve'akrim Shebechadzviyav, and the, and the uh, Scorpion in Chadzviyav, Ve'nacha Shebechadzviyav, and so this Brisa, so Rav Yisif says, these five things you'll have to, you'll have to kill. Mani, who is this Brisa going like? Elim Rav Yehuda. If it's going towards Rav Yehuda, so you're not allowed to kill these five things, because even though you're not killing it to keep the item, but he still holds it in his Neraisa. El Olav Rav Shimi. Rav me that is Rav Shimi, and that's why, but on the Drabana, we're going to be making, because these things damage, etc. Says the Gemara, so what's the Kasha? Again, we're asking Kasha, Seems only these five things are potential damages you'll have to kill. So why have Levi said anything that damages you could kill? What's going on over here? Whoa, what are you asking? Maybe this price is wrong. We know there are mistakes in prices. Maybe this price is wrong. Maybe the price is incorrect. No, I learned this price. When it's chasing after you, then everyone agrees you could kill. So we have two different levels, levels so far. These five things you're always allowed to kill. They're known damagers, even if it's not pursuing you. Whatever these cases are, there's flies, there's scorpion, there's rabbit dog. You're allowed to kill it straight on Chavez because it potentially could damage someone. When did Rabbi Shub and Levi say you could kill anything on Chavez? That's when it's Ratu Achrav. That's
that's when the wasp is coming in for a landing on you and it's going to damage you. On the second white line, if someone kills snakes and scorpions on Shabbos, the Chassidim are not happy with you. Hamarlehi responded, and those Chassidim are not happy with you for killing the snake. Chachamim are not happy with them. They're doing the right thing. They're killing these things that are damaging. Plague the Ravuna, the Ravuna Chazi Alu Gavra. Kakatal Zibur Ravuna. So a certain person is killing a bee. Armalei Shalden Alukulu. What? You're going to kill all the bees? What are you doing? Unless it's pursuing you, unless it's chasing after you, you don't kill the item just to go and kill a bee for no reason. That is not allowed. Tanura Abanan says the Gemara. Nezdamno Nechashem Akravim. Five lines down. If a snake and scorpion uh, chances upon you, hargon, if you kill it, then you know that the snake was coming to kill you and you preempted it. Loy hargon, if the snake came and you didn't kill it, you know that the snake was coming to kill you. And it saved you. And that's the two levels. It's only when it's hissing, the snake is coming at you. The snake dropped the base of one used to get up. That's a place where he came from. A hard guy and killed the snake. I'm a rabbi. And similarly happened to me. Does that mean you did the right thing? Or maybe it means you didn't do the right thing. Tashimah Sigmar brings a proof whether it was the right thing or wrong thing to kill this snake. And this matter came out from from amongst them, and they were discussing whether exactly what exactly was the right thing to do over here, whether they should kill the snake. Amr of Abba Bar Kahana Pamachas one time, Novel Achabes and Medish, one of these snakes fell in the base. Medish, Vaman Yusi Achan, one person from the Yusi got up, but our guy to kill the snake. Amr Rabbi Pagabai Kiyatsabai similarly happened to me. Sumar says, What does that mean? Kiyabailu, Pagabai Kiyatsabai, this shot profit. He did the right thing by getting rid of the snake. Oh, lie. Says the Gemara, Tashamad, Rav Abba, Rav Chiba, Rav Zira, Yasi, Kleid, Devei, Rav Yanai, nothing most of In the following matter, they were discussing this case, like we just asked, if the snake falls to the Mismajish, what should he do? By me, Rav Yanai, Maula, Haring, the Chashvak, Rambishavis. Are you allowed to kill the snakes and scorpions? Armelu, Tsiriani, Noik, I kill wasps. The Chashvak, Rambla, Koshkin, certainly snakes and scorpions. To answer the Gemara, what's the Raya? Dumalafi, Tumai. Maybe just means they killed it happenstance, he killed it on the way of doing things. And not that you actually go out of your way to kill the snake, the snake, the scorpion, etc. Don't have Yehuda, right, Darcy Lafi, too much, some spittle on the ground. You should step in Lafi Tumai. Vamraf Shishas. Nachash Dars Lafi Tumai. You kill the snake. Lafi Tumai. Vamraf Ketina. Akrid Dars Lafi Tumai. You kill Lafi Tumai. Again, Lafi Tumai means you don't go out of your way to kill it. You mean you just happen to have killed it. You know, like, oh, whoops. Oh, I just killed the snake. Abba Ramarta, the Abba Ramenumi, Avimaski, Vedvich Kalusa, Zuzi. Abba Ramarta, who was Abba Ramenumi, he owed money to the Rish Kalusa. So what happened? Aizu come in Sarele. So they brought him to a place and they were harassing him. You owe us cash. What are you doing? And there was some rake on the floor, and it was on Shabbos. So I'm the Rish Kalusa. So the Rish Kalusa said, I see mana Get a mana, get a kli, and put on top of the spit on Shabbos. So I'm the host. Abba Ramarta said to them, You don't need to do that. Why are you covering it up? You're allowed to step on it. You're allowed to get rid of the right, the spit, inconspicuously, and that's what you should do. So I'm the host. The Rish Kalusa said, Ah, You must be a you must be a Tamil Chacham, you know the right Allah. Okay, so we won't harass you. Word, and maybe we'll put up a shear.
that we gave recently on uh, killing bugs and whatnot, two things we see very interesting in this Gemara is number one is if something's real, then of course, you're allowed to kill the item, it's coming at you, you're allowed to get rid of it. But number two is, what is this Lafi Tuma? It's a very interesting thing. We see there's a concept of killing something happenstance. That you're not supposed to go out of your way to kill it. So it's a kill it like matter of factly, which again is a big chiddish. We don't find as many other places. And uh, that's number two. And number three is it comes out. What exactly does it mean? It's mazik. So if it's going to mamish like to fashas, that's for sure. But the bites can discuss. What about a bee or a wasp and these bites that are very painful? It's very painful enough for a reason to kill the item. The pashta says, no, you wouldn't be allowed to kill an item even if it's painful, obviously if there's an allergy or a child or one, that would be different, but in a regular case the answer would be no, but in such a case maybe there would be a makayim to actually go and trap the item, and we'll maybe put up a different share about that.